And how you doing? This is Stefano. Welcome back uh, to my show, or my podcast, I should say. <laughs> All right. We are getting ready for a blizzard tomorrow, so uh, I might be on, on here tomorrow pretty much all day because uh, usually that shuts down. It does shut down our town for a little bit. It's been quite the odd winter for us. Usually we get snow around October, and it lasts right till the end of April, usually. And uh, this time around... Uh, it only started right before Christmas, and uh, we're getting uh, we're getting quite a bit now after Christmas. Uh, this will be our fourth or fifth storm. So uh, let's go. All right, I'm just gonna give you the forecast just to give you an idea what it is. Uh, it's uh, snow and ice pellets. Amount are expected to reach 20 centimeters or more in northern New Brunswick, while central New Brunswick could see 10 to 20 centimeters of snow before it turns to rain. Mostly rain is expected near the Bay of Fundy coastline. PEI and Nova Scotia could see, see uh, 5 or less centimeters of snow before changing over to rain. Higher rainfall totals up to 50 millimeters could be seen in part of mainland Nova Scotia. Snow and rain is expected to clear in the region Thursday night, and then temperatures are expected to fall back below freezing, causing wet and slushy surfaces. Yeah, and it's going to freeze after that. So that, <laughs> that that creates a lot of mud and mush and slush. And then it, what happens after that, it's, uh, it freezes after, so it uh, creates a lot of ruts on the road and a lot of ice buildup. Not uh, too fun. Okay, a little tip of the news in the world. Let's see what's going on. Um, I'm reading here. Germany confirms it will provide Ukraine with two leopard tanks. Chancellor Olaf Scholz announced decision to send 14 tanks. Okay. And they were willing to allow other countries to do so. That this was decided at a uh, cabinet meeting on Wednesday. Uh, U.S. President Joe Biden also uh, is expected to announce plans to uh, at least uh, send 30 M1 Abraham tanks. Uh, Krillman, at this point, says they're all going to burn like the rest. So they're pretty defiant on it. Uh, Dmitry Prestov uh, said there was an, an overestimation of the potential tank that would bring the Ukrainian army. And uh, he did uh, say that was a failed plan. But Ukraine officials insist that they need it, and they need heavier weapons, and sufficient tanks could help them seize back territory from the Russians. A German government spokesman said the decision to supply tanks uh, follows a well-known line of supporting for Ukraine. So it's uh, ramping up quite a bit out there. The it's it's a long war. Uh, a proxy war, whatever you want to call it, it's uh, it's just going uh, full tilt on the NATO side. Germany, Germany also permitted other countries to send their two leopard tanks to Ukraine, which was restricted until now and uh, under export regulations. So they changed the export regulations. Okay. So U.S. and Germany. Uh, you know, they resisted the external pressure uh, to send their tanks to Ukraine, obviously. Uh, there was an international pressure on not doing that. So, and Germany basically endured uh, political debates and, uh, and conceded of sending tanks. Uh, why? 
Okay, I'm going to stop there, guys, because I don't want to see my two cents of that. Um, why are we supplying uh, NATO armory and tanks and all that to Ukraine? Uh, I know in my country, Canada, we spend a lot of money sending stuff over there. Yet, we have people on the streets, homeless. We got a failed medical system. And still, we're sending money over there. I really think that the government should put Canada first and everything. Once your people and everything is all right, then you can start helping other places. It's kind of an upside down world. All right, we're going to stop on that one. Uh, we're going to switch to another story. Uh, hopefully more lighthearted. Da, da, da. All right, uh, let's go back to Canada. Let's go in Saskatoon. Uh, this is... Uh, the uh, says here hundreds of deer descend on Saskatchewan farmers properly property sorry then the coyotes came property owner Ivor Johnson says he was happy to see deer come onto his farm just one odd at a time you know just didn't see that very often but uh, it was nice to see one he's saying as well wildlife is one of his favorite things and I do agree with him but in two months, uh, that joy that he had uh, became a serious nuisance as uh, soon as that uh, small herd started showing up on his farm. Owner territory says uh, two or three deer are cute, but he also said two or three hundred are a problem. The big herd is uh, conjugating on his farm in East Dundurn, Saskatchewan, and they're not looking like they're going to leave. It seems to have a spoil a pile of grain on the outskirts of his ter or his lane, I should say, and uh, they seem to be enjoying that quite a bit. Johnson says it's been an ongoing problem year after year. There's way too much deer and not enough management. He also says that the deer are damaging his property, bushes damaging fences on his property, leaving piles of deer manure everywhere. Even walking to his truck in his driveway, he says he's likely to step in a pile of, you know, deer stuff. And of course, with all these deer roaming around, there's also a possibility of coyotes coming into your yard. Obviously, yes, it will attract uh, some uh, hunters for sure. Johnson says that he keeps his dogs inside as much as possible with so many uh, coyotes running around the yard. He said... I'm scared to let them out. I took them for a run one day, and the coyotes lured my red dog away and tried to get him. So, it's getting to be a little bit dangerous around. There's also a problem of dead deer. Uh, he has 10 uh, reindeer carcasses spread across his yard uh, since November. So, that's causing also a uh, problem. Johnson is hoping uh, the Ministry of Environment can issue him some depredation tags. It's permits that allow deer, elk, and uh, all kinds of stuff like that if they're damaging or uh, causing some financial uh, hardships to, uh, like a farmer, for example. Uh, he also plans to donate the harvest meat to a the Friendship Inn. So it's going to be donating the meat if he does uh, go that route. Uh, according to the Ministry... Uh, that option is unlikely. Oh, that's <laughs> that's great. Uh, from an email, Mystery said it, had ma it uh, manages wildlife population and balances competing interests in wildlife with First Nation and Métis harvesting rights. 
While ensuring long-term sustainability of the species, complete removal of a wildlife from a town or local area is not feasible, nor aligned with the mandate of managing sustainable life and population. So basically what he's saying is like, you're stuck with your problem. I guess uh, he says Johnson's patience reaches its limit. Uh, yeah, I would lose it after a while. I mean, you got a sustainability to, to, to keep up. Uh, anyways, he finds himself same position as hundreds of other farmers and landowners across the province. Okay, that means there is a problem. There is an overpopulation and it should be taken care of. Daryl Crabb, executive director of Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation, says a variety of issues are coming to a head this winter. He says, we've been watching somewhat of a perfect storm approaching. Crabb says his office gets roughly 10 calls a day similar to Johnson's. And it's true, uh, we had a, I was saying early, yeah, it was early the normal winter uh, in the west of the West Canadian uh, area, and uh, pretty sure that's that caused the issue as well, because um, it, it doesn't put any favors to encourage deer to grad or you know uh, other other places. They're they're gonna go where uh, they they see food, so farms are obviously a good pick. So they're saying that uh, it's been 12 years uh, that uh, the population has grown. Um, and it's roughly 15% uh, fewer hunters that got their license. So uh, it's potentially uh, creating potentially, I would say, hundreds of thousands of fewer tags. So there's a problem there too. Now it's unclear uh, if they're going to give out more tags uh, in the coming years or this year even. Um, I mean, it depends how much you need harvested, but uh, there's also, you have to keep a balance to uh, the wildlife over there too. Eh? All the predators need it too. They're also looking into a new trespassing rule, basically allowing hunters to go on uh, private territory with the permission of the landowner. And continues to say, and certainly we have to work with the provincial government and landowners groups, etc. To see if we can define and come up with a solution which would be a communication network or system that will connect landowners who want to have their hunters harvest animals off their property. I think that would be a good thing, uh, especially if you have an overpopulation of deer. Uh, you want to nip that in the butt. I also noted that the increasing cost of fuel and supplies and the rising prevalence of chronic wasting diseases in deer, you have, you're going to have a perfect storm. So when you go through all those motions and uh, they do that, uh, you first uh, want to get a, a reward for all the work for the effort, uh, Crab says. The Ministry of Environment's uh, statement also said preventive measures such as to remove access to an attractment such as fencing are best long-term solutions to removing problem of wildlife uh, with no help likely coming from the government. Uh, am I surprised? Are you surprised? Are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, with no help likely coming from the government, Johnson is running out of options to get the deer off his land. We could probably take 100 deer out of here and nobody would miss them, he said. I've never seen it so bad, and I just finished my 31st harvest year. So, yeah, that's a big problem. Um, 
we had a problem here, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't deer problem we had here. It was actually a overpopulation of coyotes. And how they fixed that back in the day, this was back in 92, I do believe here. And uh, they actually issued environment licenses to a lot of people, basically allowing them to shoot on a site, a coyote. And they did this for a limited time and they took tabs of it quite seriously. So it worked. The population was controlled. And uh, we've never had a problem since then. Although, although we have seen a little bit more coyotes this year going through uh, garbages and attacking small animals. But it's it is a thing of Canada, though. We have a lot of animals. We're we not we're not as populated as other countries. And uh, where we go, uh, the animals are. And with that said, guys, I'm just doing a small one today. I'm going to set off. If you have any comments, please leave the... I don't know how this works on this thing yet, but I will figure it out. Uh, there's a way to make comments, and I'll try to figure out one for you. It's Stefanos, guys. Have a good day, and hopefully there's no storm on your way. But I do know that uh, Lower uh, Ontario is in advisory right now as well. So stay safe, guys. I'll catch you later.